also I have this internal dialogue I'm like I don't owe shit to that men don't disclose so many things do you know what I mean like I don't ask how big their dick is I don't ask their credit score I don't even ask if they're married or have kids half the time seriously like there's so many things that people don't bring to the table right away that could be perceived as deal breakers I live by the rule that if it's gonna get physical I will tell you I'm trans before because I don't want to be in that situation but if we're just flirting or talking I don't feel like I need to be like hi I'm Serena I'm trans like that's stupid to me but first a word from our sponsors if you're struggling to lose weight you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound and you might be wondering if they're right for you meet plush care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Man or Podcast. Shout out to all the Golden Gilfs, to the Twinkie Tonys, to the Saggy Titty Awards, and all the ethically non-monogamous Emmy winners out there. It's more of them than most people expect. Let's be honest. Come on now. Uh, This is Billy Presida, and you are now listening to the Man Whore Podcast. To the Should I Call My Ex Biz Awards. That also could have been one right there. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the show. Bringing you sex-positive conversations every Wednesday. This week, I have, uh, I'm bringing back Chief Content Creator for the Transgender Law Center and General Overall Fabulous Queen, Serena Donyari. You may remember her from many, many years ago, back on episode 236, and she is back. And we are talking about her voice feminization surgery. We're talking a bit about her Ozempic. Oops. Uh, And we're talking a lot about trans attraction. This episode got juicy, and I'm going to share it with y'all in just a little bit, as you know. Last Wednesday, I am in the Apple Store, and I'm going through what is otherwise not the most exciting ordeal. My D key stopped registering, so I need to buy an entire new laptop because my D key was fucked up. To be honest, it's probably just the coconut oil from jerking off and me not being very disciplined anymore with how many hands I'm using and wiping and cleaning. I'm sure something got in there, but it's very difficult to host a uh, a podcast about dicks and dating without a D key. So I'm at the Apple store and I get a text from my buddy, Matt Slayer from the And Now We Drink podcast. And he says, congrats. I said, for what? He was like, you're nominated for the AVN Award for Favorite Adult Podcast. I had no idea. I did not ask you all to do that. I did not put in for it. I did not submit. I've never, I never got caught up in all the award stuff in, in podcasting. Some of it's kind of scammy. Some of it feels like out of my league. So I've just always, but enough of you uh, on your own went ahead and nominated me for an AVN award and now I'm I'm in there babies so now I've I have to do the thing where I say please click the link in the top of the notes and vote for me 
at this year's AVNs. How cool would it be if I beat the likes of Asa Akira and Lisa Ann and Lena the Plug and the Dildorks? Ooh. <laughs> I've been doing this show a long time. It's going to be 10 years in April, and uh, it, it'd be cool if I got uh, a trophy. A lot of people will dismiss someone and say, what do you want, a trophy? And yeah, I'd like a trophy. And if we could all just do that, if we can't share the show publicly, and if we can't throw $2 down on Patreon, can you at least once a day for the next 10 days vote for your boy and help him win an AVN award? Would be pretty fucking cool, wouldn't it? Anyways, link for that at the top of the notes. Also, don't forget, uh, next weekend, we've got the Naked Comedy Show, January 26th. All you New Yorkers, we are back at Hacienda, 8 o'clock, 10 p.m. lineups. Uh, tickets are going fast. They're over They're over halfway sold through on both shows. So uh, if you're thinking of going, get those quick. Uh, and because you're listening right now, you can use the code BOOBSWEAT, one word, BOOBSWEAT, for $5 off your ticks. Otherwise, check out manwhorepod.com for all my other upcoming stand-up comedy dates. I'm not sure if this episode is going to like bring any surprises to anybody or if this is going to be like a shocker. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Before anyone drops any bombs, we're going to do a quick fan whore appreciation moment, okay? This is the part of the podcast where I like to give a shout-out to members of my fan whore community on Patreon. It is a quick shout-out, but it uh, is filled with lots of love. Very high-density brief shout-out right now. Big thank you right now to Abahajit Nair. I hope I'm saying that right. Abahajit Nair, the patron so nice, he seemed to have pledged twice. I've got you listed twice here. It looks like two payments. You haven't asked me to return one of them, so I'm going to keep both and just say a thank you and a thank you for supporting the Man Whore Podcast on Patreon. All my Patreon members, you can join me next week for the... Fuck, that was so hot movie night. Next week, January 25th, that's a Thursday, 9.15 p.m. Eastern. We're gathering in the Discord server. We are watching a movie called Roller Babies from 1976. Too distant future, sex will be illegal. But there will be Roller Babies. Yeah, I think they're just going to be fucking while they skate or they skate while they fuck, but but we'll be watching it to find out. Get your jokes ready. Get your lube ready if that's how you like to to experience hot movie nights. Uh, But we'll be doing that next Thursday, January 25th, and you need to be a Patreon member to watch with us. Become a member today, support the pod you love, watch whatever the fuck Roller Babies is with us at patreon.com slash Podcast. Avian Award nominated Man Whore Podcast. That's not in the URL, but that's just what I am right now, apparently. Hopefully Avian Award winning in a couple weeks. Okay, so Serena Donyari. Uh, Serena, I came across like six years ago. She was writing for Mike.com. Uh, she had a column called Transplaining, 
And uh, she's done a lot of uh, media work like that uh, around trans issues. Had her on the podcast, had a great time. We've become friendly since. She came by Bushwick to do another episode, like, I think this was in the summer or last spring. And we had this amazing conversation, went really long, and uh, we talked about uh, a cop she was banging and a poly guy she was struggling with, and I disclosed uh, some other things. And then, like with the Dorian Dreadful recording, uh, the memory card just seemed to like not work, disappear. The file did not exist. Oh, no. Serena seems to think that I deleted it on purpose because I felt like I shared too much, and it, I, it's really not the case. Turns out it was the same memory card that then fucked up the Dorian Dreadful uh, recording, so that one's been thrown in the trash. Anyways, now I felt it was time. I, I asked, hey, you want to you wanna come back? You want to try that again? And uh, she came on by, and I think we, we got some good stuff here. Since she was last on the show, she has gotten vocal feminization surgery. And it, you know, she's shared it on her, her social media, but in a way, she's sort of debuting her new voice, which she'll, she'll comment on soon enough. So uh, a brief note here, Serena has inspired me for all my future guests to let them know before we start to please not stroke the shaft of my microphones. There is a bit of that. There's not really much I could do to take it out in post. So my apologies if it bugs you. But I do think the content will override any annoyance with that noise. And now I know to say, hey, everybody, just can you hold it like a normal person? Thanks. Uh, we're going to do a few ads. And then we're going to have a chat with Serena Danyari. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I fuck Republican cops, I guess, is where we left off. Yeah. Actually, just one. Just one. I, I don't want it. I don't want people to think it's like a regular thing. Just one. Okay. I'm glad yeah. it's not plural. Nope. It's the same one. Everyone's allowed to do anal with one Republican cop from New Jersey. How do you rem you remember that he's from New Jersey? Oh, yeah, because it was- so he's not NYPD. He's NJSP, which is better. What's NJS? Oh, State Police? N yeah, New Jersey State Police. I feel like That's it's, not, it's, still New it's still New Jersey. I know, but it's like it has a better reputation than NYPD. I feel like- they Okay, let me live in whatever version of reality allows me to occasionally fuck attractive police officers. Uh, well, what? where are you standing on the poly stuff? 
Uh, that was the other the other guy we talked about in that episode was like yeah. there's a cop and then there was the, this other guy who, and he was like I like him a lot but yeah. he's Polly and I don't know if I can do it Billy do you have any advice on doing Polly blah 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 where do I stand on like me and Polly where, where are you at it now absolutely not what about fuck no what about non-monogamy but not like the full Never. blown Polly none of it nope no well no you're not monogamous when you're dating I mean, like, when because you're, you're in like a, getting to know each when other. When you're in a, a committed relationship, no, no, monogamy all the way. Okay, one thousand percent. Not even the occasional threesome. No, we can talk about threesomes, like about ways to spice up our sex life. Okay, but like, I'm not about like whoever I'm in a relationship with. They're not going to be dating other people, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be dating other people. I don't judge anyone for it. Like it works for a lot of people. It just I tried it. You like did. I like I can say this is not based on a preconceived bias or anything. I actually like experimented with it, and it did not work for me. I felt like shit the entire time. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like really ups- I was texting you about it yeah, like asking we had, we had friend, phone calls outside yeah. of the podcast yeah. yeah I feel like not everyone but some people use the ENM polyamory um label as a way to justify bad behavior and then they're like oh it's like ethical non-monogamy like stopping so uptight about it and I'm like no you're just actually like being a shitty but but not everyone but I'm saying like some people in that community and like and I don't say this like try to push you or convince you I'm just saying I do think that like well one bad experience with that doesn't then mean it's not for you because if someone's doing it in a really shitty way they're not making you feel safe and valued and and all that stuff well, then, of course, you're not having a good experience there. But you know, I talked to another um, uh, woman a couple months ago on the show when we were off mic and how, like, if she felt safe, if she felt prioritized, if she felt loved, if she felt desired, like, if all these if-thens were in place, which honestly should be in place in any relationship, monogamous or not. Yeah, absolutely. Then she's like, then her mind kind of opened up a little more because she would ask me things like, oh, you wouldn't feel jealous about this and not that and I kept saying, well, I felt this way and I felt this way. So I was okay with what, you know, was going on. Um, but that's also like a lot of if-thens that like a lot of men can't seem to clear anyway. So whatever. Yeah. I mean, jealousy and insecurities, those are emotion, like regular emotions to feel yeah. in monogamous or non-monogamous, I would imagine. But non-monogamous requires a level of maturity and communication like heightened yeah. that most people I feel like cannot meet that barometer that it would satisfy everyone involved. And so I don't think you can have non-monogamous relationships that work with non-mature people. Yeah. And most people are flighty and non-mature in New York City at least. So it works for many. It's a no for me. Yeah. Serena, yeah. they can't all be, be like you and me. You yeah, know, they no, can't be I, know. Like us. I know. We're, so, we're the exemplar <laughs> of maturity. Um, no, I just I want to be like worshipped and like treated like a princess. You know what? But you know what? I actually want in my next relationship, mm-hmm. like someone who's so sweet to me, and someone who like puts me on a pedestal and like is so soft with me. Do you know like someone like really? I feel like I haven't really had that. Are you sure you want the pedestal part? Like, someone who, like, adores me. I think I, like, a lot of women, like, maybe historically veered into, like, liking a certain kind of guy who was stereotypically masculine or whatever. And, like, maybe, like, now I'm 
more so looking for someone who's like softer, more sensitive, mm. more attuned with his emotions. You know, blue I mean? eyes, like mid length yeah, beard. Exactly. Yeah, okay, I, gotcha. I do have a thing for blue eyes. Okay. Like they kind of mesmerize me. Dresses real schlubby because then you can fix them, right? I don't okay. want to fix anyone. No. no definitely on. not a fixer upper <laughs> situation. Yeah. I don't need to be fixed. I just need to be taken shopping. Okay. I need to, I need to know what to wear. Okay, like a queer eye like makeover situation. Oh, my sister really wants to submit me to that show. Oh my gosh. That would I, be iconic. I don't think you really need it though. Like I, those people's lives are in disarray. <laughs> I don't like know. Me six years ago, I think would have been great for it, but like I've since like learned to like get hand towels in my bathroom and like put frames on stuff. I feel yeah. like I might have disqualified myself. Yeah, I still do need some work on the clothes front. I feel like you're two together. <sighs> Like, Damn. maybe not together enough to be, like, part of the Fab Five yet, but not disheveled enough to mm. be, like, qualified to be, like, on the show as, like, one of their projects. Yeah. It's a good place to be. Right in the middle. Normal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Serena Donyari, writer, and what, what's your title? I want to see how at? you intro me. Huh? I want to see how you intro me. Wait, remind me the the title at the Transgender uh, Law the Center? Senior, the digital Media Manager. Digital Media Manager at the Transgender Law Center? Yes. I got that right. Well, because I, I know you from your work, your glorious work of uh, walking while trans and transplaining and yes. any other column title where you can somehow do a portmanteau of trans. That's yeah. what I'm used to your work being. True. I mean... <laughs> trans law center there you go i'm still making my entire my identity my whole brand yes. <laughs> so nothing really changed there i guess the wonderful the beautiful the very well talented serena Danyari, content you. creator extraordinaire Thank how's you. that for an intro okay was it like mildly I've, worshipy icon, icon bombshell yes uh taste maker um what what else wordsmith uh, what would the cop say? Trailblazer. Uh, what would he say? Yeah, we'd be uh, like, best ass on the Upper East Side. Be- 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 <laughs> perkiest hits. Best head. I get really head? good head. I, yeah. can't, I can't confirm nor deny at the moment, everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I don't like giving head, though, but okay. I do it really good. Probably okay. because I have a pee-pee. Okay. And so I know like what feels good. Oh, we did talk about that yeah. too. I think we talked. You were talking about giving head, but you were also talking about get, getting head. Getting head, and then the cop does did blow you. He blew me, yeah. right? And I think that was a thing we had also like got into. I re- remember yeah. that that side of your dating history was like I was tuned in. The poly yeah. guy was like, "Oh, another Boring. poly dude not making her feel special." I've heard it before. Okay, well, I have more <laughs> interesting experiences than the poly dude and the cop. Well, what's going that. on right I mean, now? Okay, well, first of all, a lot of things have changed since yeah. we last spoke. Right? Does uh-huh. something sound different to you? Everybody Billy? does something sound a little different. Do you do you hear that like breathy angelic feminine sex voice. doll bimbo yes. voice? That's because I had my voice done. Mm-hmm. Yes, big came deal. out great. Thanks. When we got when we when we met up at the diner, was it? It was like very recently done. Yeah, like two months or something. I probably how, like was whispering. Yes, you were whispering. So like, how long was the the recoup time? Because like, this is the first time in person where I'm hearing you like full fledged talking. Yeah, I still don't know if I'm fully recovered. 
But like I couldn't talk normally for like two months. Yeah. It was like a month of complete silence and then like another month of like not really being able to talk for a very long time. Like I had restrictions, like you can only talk five minutes a day, that kind of thing. How yeah. did you pick what to use that five minutes for? I you know what? Like I would use it to like test my voice. Mm-hmm. There's like something called the rainbow passage that like you would use to like assess how high your voice is like a speech pathology passage so mm-hmm. i was just like use it to like assess how my voice was de- developing yeah see, see i feel like i would use four minutes of it interrupting a woman and then be, check the clock and be like fuck it's oh. only 2 p.m <laughs> i got a minute left what, what would i do with what would be a stereotypical thing for me to use my voice my new voice for I'm, I'm i'm not too sure yeah i would I complain know. about men i feel yeah, like that's most about- of what our friendship has been i feel like when we met that's probably <laughs> what i was doing yeah no i think when we met at the diner i felt very alone mm-hmm. i was like telling you i'm like lonely yeah and like, you were like, I want to go to the sex party so I could be surrounded by sluts just to not be alone. I just wanted to like push myself to, I think that was a very isolating experience for me. Mm-hmm. And like, no one was really there for me. And so I felt like when you can't talk to people, like physically, you feel really disconnected from them. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like from people in general. So what were you doing to try to stay connected with people, even though you couldn't? Speak, speak nothing i felt like people abandoned me outside of my parents because like my dad went with me to columbia mm. to like watch over me and help me recover and everything and my mom like through the phone was there for me every step of the way so mm. they were really there for me but like no one in new york was really there for me it was like shocking kind of i was like oh my god i went through this thing i thought people would rally around me and like bring me soup and like hold my hand but no i was like real i felt like so alone like more alone than i've probably ever felt Mm. couldn't say anything like i could not talk i could not communicate you know what i mean text dms anything like that did you get like more textual you would be i mean yeah i would text people but you'd be surprised like when you can't because there's also restrictions post-surgery like you can't drink you can't you know so like i couldn't really be social in the way that like people want to be social like Mm. go out go party like i couldn't do those things so then i felt like i was losing my social life and losing friends i couldn't date right because like i sounded like a mouse right i was like whisper i I remember i went on like a date like two months after and like he could not hear me we were like at the bar and there's like obviously background noise and he like could not hear any i had to like whisper in his ear the whole time i could barely hear you at a diner like in the middle of the afternoon no i sounded like like i had a severe like laryngitis which i guess i did i mean and i'm sure you obviously had a a restriction uh you know robbing these men of the best head in new york apparently yes i had an oral (laughs) sex restriction for i think it was six months six months six months yeah when did that expire so in like june july because i had it in january of last year yeah and i remember like the first like blowjob i gave after because i was really out of practice right how'd it go good like it was in central park it was in the park yeah it was at night after a date we went to the park. I know the guy's name, and I, I told you I don't care about, like, shielding. His name was Henry. Um, <laughs> should I last say his name? La- should uh, I say his last name? Sure. Wait, his name famous? was Henry. 
I don't know if he's famous, honestly. I just don't care about covering for people anymore. Okay, did he do something shitty? No, I just don't care. Okay, we had a date. We went into the park, um, and I was, like, fiending to give head because it had been so long, and I was, like... You know, six months ended yesterday. I'm going to, like, give a blowjob. And I had, like, lockjaw. And, like, my... I was, like, gagging and not in a fun way. I was, like, really out of practice. So was it, like, a sexual experience or more, like... I am going to accomplish this. It was more like I need to take like take the bike out for a ride again and uh. see if I know how. But like he was really nice about it. I was like, listen, like I need you to be patient with me. Don't like just like jam it all the way down my throat. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to work back into like. Just stand there and yeah, let me exa- play with your dick. Exactly. And when he did that, when he stopped trying to like fuck my face, like then it was a much better experience. I was like, okay. I can do this. Relax. I'm not getting on my knees because I don't want to get my knees dirty. And so I'm like squatting to get... He's really tall. Mm -hmm. So like it was like a workout from... I was like in a permanent... It was like not ideal conditions, but Uh memorable. I didn't know you were such a a public sex girly. Um, I do enjoy it. Yeah. It's fun. I've had sex in parks before. Prospect Park. I I hear a lot goes down in Prospect Park. A lot goes down. Yeah. Big cruising spot too. Mm. I don't cruise, but I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you like to like prearrange it. No, I mean when I was or in like, Prospect like Park, to, you like to go on a get drinks first. Yeah. Well, it. I don't know. We we just walked to the park, but with, in Prospect Park was with my ex. Well, but you didn't and, just like walk to the park. Like you kind of knew what you were. So doing. okay, after the date, this is. I'll tell you exactly what happened. He was like, "Hey, do you want to take?" Because the bar was near the park. He's like, "Do you want to walk in the park? Do you want to take a walk in the park?" All right, but we all know what that means. No, exactly. I was yeah. fully prepared to like. I didn't know I was gonna like give him head necessarily, but I was like, "We're gonna fuck or like at least make out or do something." And so, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I knew. Okay, but in, in the other time in Prospect Park, I was with my ex. And we went there for a concert and like we couldn't get into the concert because like it was packed. Like it was one of those concerts in the park kind of thing sure. at the band shell. And so we were like, we're here. Like we might as well fuck. But it wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. I don't like plan. Uh, by the way, do I look skinny right now? <laughs> no, there's a reason for this. There's a, there's a reason I'm saying Why? This. Have you like not shit in five days? No, <laughs> I've been on Ozempic for three months. You don't need a Zempic. But I've been on it. Okay, so ask me anything. Me, you, <laughs> you can ask me anything yeah, about well, it. Yeah, what I'm going to ask you is, uh, can you topic? give me your Ozempic? Because I need it more than I you. actually recently stopped it. And I have a little bit in the vial, actually, if you want it. But like, <laughs> I, the, the, probably talk to a doctor I got to a doctor, but I might. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't <laughs> had bread in three and a half days. I'm doing okay. That's great. It's but a great I'm start. Very yeah, hungry. I didn't eat for like three months. <laughs> pretty probably, much. I mean, I hope yeah. you ate something. I'm, no, I'm eating. I'm just not eating carbs right now i didn't eat i couldn't eat i couldn't like hold anything down you, you look great but like it, you can also you can have extra weight on you and you'll also probably still look great yeah. so no i probably went too far it well, was getting unhealthy feel- it was probably never healthy to begin with i yeah. lied to get it what yeah because my bmi didn't meet the requirement so this actually funny this bitch stealing ozempic i didn't steal from the high bmiers like myself so first of all it's not it wasn't brand name ozempic that has a shortage it was semaglutide which is the active yeah, yeah so they made it a compound pharmacy so it was 
It's actually not on back. No one, please, no one come for me, diabetics. Like, I wasn't stealing, like, actual Zempic. Like, it was from the compound pharmacy. There's no shortage. Mm-hmm. But what happened was mm-hmm. I gained, a not a lot, but I probably gained, like, 10, 15 pounds after the surgery because I was, like, super sedentary and eating Can't my feelings. Anything, yeah. And, like... I tried working out and di- it was just like nothing was taking that weight off for me and I wasn't feeling good about myself. Okay. And so I like made an appointment with this nurse and I shoved a pillow under my hoodie for the Zoom call to make myself look overweight. And I was like, yeah, like I lied about my BMI. I was like, I'm trying to lose this much weight. This is, and she just prescribed it. And so shouldn't have had it, lied to get it, was on it for three months, recently got off of it, but like last week, pretty much wild experience. Well, you look hot last time I saw you and the time before that. And like nothing seems, you look thin, but like you always have looked thin to me. No, I mean, so that's the thing. I've always been thin. Yeah. So then when I gained like that's why it's like a weird pounds. jarring like a question to get out of nowhere. It was like, do I look skinny? I'd be like, okay. Like, no, I just wanted to tell you because it's like a hot topic right now. Right? And I yeah. was like, here. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Subject matter <laughs> to discuss. I uh, I talked to my doctor about like the, those uh, that family of drugs yeah. to see if like maybe that's something I want to pursue. And I go back and forth because, like, I see the, there's one, I forget, it's, it starts with, like, a pH, and it's one that's meant to only be, like, three months. You're, like, it's, it's, oh, okay. you're supposed to only do it for a short period of time. It's easier to get approved. Uh, there's less of a shortage of it. And so I think about that because I think that's what I need is I just need, like, a good, like, three-month boot camp to just get the COVID weight off. And then I can go back to being like 215, 220 and like always wanting to lose 10 pounds. But like I don't need to. Right. I'm in a place right now where like I need to lose. Only if you aren't happy with how you look. Right. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I know how to be hot and sexy at like 220. I've figured out how to feel sexy at 220. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to feel sexy at 240. I do not. And that's part of why we didn't go to a a play party yet because – I you just, weren't feeling yourself. Yeah. First, it was like the breakup and stuff, and then it was all the pot, and then the it was munchies, all, and not the munchies, like the 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 satis- the the satisfied feeling I get when I'm stoned. Where Got it. Okay. I don't need to fuck. Um, it's the type of thing where, like, if like, like, okay, if we if we smoked weed now and then like the, and then we did things, I will feel a sex drive to hook up. But if someone like if you texted me from like the upper whatever side. And was like, want to hook up, and I already smoked. I won't feel the drive to go out and do that. I see, I see. Okay. Because like, weed just makes me satisfied, Fair, and then yeah. I don't need to write, and I don't need to fuck, and I can like, I can jerk off, and I can watch a thing on TV, and like, eat the whatever. Um, I'd already gained the weight during COVID. Like, the weight had already been on, but it was like breakup, weed, and then once I even stopped smoking the weed, it's like, well, now I can see the body. And um, I wasn't really like feeling like going to play parties. Well, I think you look great. And I don't think anyone should take those drugs for any other reason than like they don't feel comfortable with how they look, not because other people or they think they have to like fit into, you know what I mean? Right. But all these drugs, they only operate like they don't make you they don't make you lose weight because like there's like. Stuff in the drugs that start to burn stuff off. It's just simply it suppresses you, your appetite. Yeah, right. And that's all I need is like I just. But right now I'm seeing like how how I can do with that. Drinking more water, do, eating a lot of protein in the morning, having like four eggs with bacon in the morning, and seeing how that goes. Because 
that's all I need is just like eat less than I've been doing and not like jam my face full of snacks at night every night. Yeah. Like, and if that can work without doing the drugs, great, because I see some of the side effects, I see these stories of what's going on with oh, people's yeah, bodies. Oh, yeah, I almost died, yeah. <laughs> it scares the shit out of me. I'm like, I don't want to trade that off just to, like, <clears throat> for vanity, just like with the hair stuff. You know, I um, I take my Noxidil, right? Okay. That's, you know what that Rogaine? is? Rogaine? Well, so I, I did Rogaine for, like, a few years with the, the foam, and I feel like nothing happened. Okay. So then I, about uh, a little over a year ago, I talked to a doctor because uh, I saw this New York Times article about doing it in the pill form and that it was cheaper and like pos- like probably more effective and maybe even does regrowth. So I was like, okay, let's do that. It did a year of 2.5 milligrams. I don't know that I've seen like regrowth, but I, you know, it certainly haven't like gotten worse. Um, and then I asked about that. And she's like, well, we could try going up to five milligrams. I was like, I mean, all right. But then said, well, but then your blood pressure, you have to like keep an eye on your blood pressure because it, it could go low. Mm. and i mean on top of like being scared of heart shit my family and um you know not wanting to mess around with my heart just for like hair blood pressure also is needed to what boners oh i didn't connect that actually she didn't say oh like you could have penis you know like erectile issues with it but just i know naturally that i feel like you have low blood pressure yeah like erections are harder to like get and maintain that makes sense. and like is that all worth it to even roll the dice on for him no i'm gonna really lean harder on the blue eyes if i have to but yeah. i like have i like my dick to work and i like of my course. insides to be good yeah uh and if i have to learn how to be like a sexy chunky monkey okay but i'd also like to learn how to be a sexy 220 boy again if you can do it without meds, that I would encourage that because they're crazy. Yeah. Like you don't eat. Like I don't it's like it's crazy. Like you just don't feel hungry. <laughs> it's like very strange. Yeah. It's terrible. And like I mean, like how did it affect your sex drive at all? Um I felt sexier, mm-hmm. but that's just because I was getting thinner. Okay. What about like energy and drive? Lower energy. Okay. Um, but you'd be surprised when people are like, oh, my God, you look great. Did you lose, like, weight? It's like you get addicted to that feeling, even though I was losing it in a really unhealthy way. I was, like, not eating because I didn't have any appetite. I actually had to force myself to eat sometimes mm-hmm. because I knew I had to eat something. But it wasn't because I was hungry. I felt no hunger. I remember one night I was, like, passed out in the bathroom, like, throwing up blood into the toilet because of the side effects. It was so extreme. Like, I wouldn't recommend it to someone unless they really, really, really need it. Mm -hmm. And, like, are you going on dates when you were on that? I was dating a guy. I actually told him about it. I was like, listen, because he took me this... Um, great Italian restaurant and like ordered half the menu and I was like listen like I'm on Ozempic so if you see me just like nibbling like please don't judge me I'm I was like I'm gonna be honest like I'm on fucking Ozempic and it was so weird because the food looked amazing like I could tell it was like really appetizing but I had no desire for it it was like really strange yeah and with like the side effects of all that energy would that ever like get in the way of like dating fucking this dude no i felt hot okay yeah that was enough to be like okay i got the energy to do this yeah i mean it made me want to fuck more Mm -hmm. you know when you're not feeling super secure yeah like you don't feel sexy well that's what my entire 2023 was like i barely well i barely fucked by my my historical standards it's because i didn't feel sexy but like when i feel sexy i want to meet people and i want to hook up and i want to go to hacienda and i want to 
I kept like, every time you would mention how you want to go, I think it's like I wanted to want to go. Yeah. But I didn't even really want to go. And so, you know, that, that was definitely a part of it. It's different like if I go with a date. Cause then it's like, there's someone like I know is interested and there's someone I know, like I'm, but like going as a solo guy, I gotta be able to, I gotta walk into that party feeling confident. Mm. Cause being a solo dude, like I'm on like a low end of a totem pole in terms of like priority at a play party. And if I'm Where not, would I land? Um, hot. When do we go? I'm working on it. I think I'm, get, I'm, I'm getting closer. Does that make you like, do you feel like you're missing out when you're not having regular sex? No, no. I mean, because I know exactly why. I, I've had I've had too many experiences with too many people to feel like FOMO. Do you like keep track of it? Well, I, I guess your podcast is kind of a, a way to keep track of it. But you don't have like a list or Excel sheet or something? I have an Excel sheet that goes so deep into it where like each occur- sexual occurrence is listed. Got but it. I do have like a list of everyone I've done something with, like yeah. made out with or whatever. Yeah. For some context, Billy and I have not had sex yet that's true yet. <laughs> but i just want to say we haven't had sex yet mm-hmm. and yeah that's the context i just want you moving to, on <laughs> i just want y'all to note that like she just wanted to be really clear like i no, i did not fuck this dude no 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 no. don't no, you no. dare think not i did not at that. all you're a catch i i just i feel like we didn't give any background info no, about I, I, it we you know what i mean i don't think anyone assumed well no because i said your podcast is like how you keep track of sexual right, partners. Right, right. But the, I just wanted to say, like, we just the, for the dynamic okay. between us, I wasn't saying anything uh, derogatory okay. or at all. Okay. Yeah. No, we fucked. Cool. We fucked. Does that, is that better? Sick, bro. <laughs> we, we fucked 20 <laughs> times. Okay. It was, and it was awesome every time. Yeah. That's why I keep coming back to the podcast. Well, it is. I mean, like, the last time you were here, like, when we on the, on the lost episode, I also kind of sprung on you or like revealed that like i had like a little baby crush on you you, you have or you had well do you remember me i do of course yeah I remember. yeah well yeah. like i know i got a crush on you when we recorded the very first time yeah. in 2018 i remember well i didn't know at the time but i remember we talked about it yeah after but you have to acknowledge where i was coming from in that because the first time you had me on your show you pretty much were like i don't you know i not really about the trans thing. Really? Yeah. So when you wanted to hang out after, I did not equate in my mind about like crush or dating or anything. I wasn't, or I, fucking and even. I, but when I was asking you to hang out later, like I was never asking you, I was like on a date or like, yeah, try, I was never like, like trying it, yeah. to hook up. I was never like making moves. I was just always like, Serena is really fucking pretty. Yeah. Thank and you. like, and very, that. and like very feminine. You got yeah. like gray hair. And I just like, thank oh, oh, fuck. And then like you did the, the FFS, which like, yeah. Only ramped it up. Honestly, I don't feel like I... When did you get that? Years ago. I don't, I don't even... I've lost yeah. track of how much surgery I've had. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember being like, Serena's a babe. And I think like it was like a turning point for me of like <clears throat> like re-questioning desires. And then like yeah. we, we went into a little bit on the last episode where I went like, okay, there's like space in my like yeah attraction spectrum. I remember spectrum. what you said. I remember exactly what you said. What is that? You said you can fuck with trans women if you can't see the man in them anymore. And you can fuck with trans men if you can still see the woman in them. <laughs> and I, it was so memorable that I don't think I'll ever forget you saying that. 
But like, I actually understand what you're saying, even though the delivery is like so bad. But like, okay, I get but what the, you're but, saying. But, but I also very distinctly remember before I said effectively that, that I said, hey, I'm going to say something and I know it's not a good way to say it, but I do not have the language to say it in a better way. And then I said that. I was yeah. I, like, I knew what I was I was just like, look, I don't know how to say this, but like, because, you know, like a trans dude, like, if I don't know if you're really like Twinkie and like. I think and you're no, attracted like, to femininity. Hair. I'm That's, attracted to yeah. femininity. That's and it doesn't matter so much about the gender, but yeah. more like the dynamic, maybe. Yeah. That's what I gathered. Yeah. I mean, like on my run today, like I, I re-listened to our episode. Yeah. Uh, our original one uh, from six years ago. And, and we kind of, it was so interesting to hear me express the reverse of that. Because one, you early on asked me, like, it was, I almost texted you to go, oh, it's so cute. You asked me how I identified. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember. I do remember that. Yeah. Right. Um, but later on there was this, this the concept of like, it was kind of flipped. I was going, oh, like I, I mean, Ryan Reynolds is like my example because he's like, it's not that I'm attracted to Ryan Reynolds, but I go like, it's like an easy, silly, funny, like, and everyone can universally accept this. He's a classically handsome guy. But then I said like, oh, it's like when we get to the dick, it's like, oh, that's when I instantly go off. And then, but like, that's not really what was going on. I think that's what I thought was going on. Yeah. And I think after meeting you for the first time, I started just going like, you know, I would see you on social media and on Twitter and stuff. I was like, you're really fucking pretty. Wait, was I the the watershed moment for you? um, Meeting me? If there's, if there's pro, if, if there's allowed to be prologue where like, I think in 2012, like I, someone did something with a porn star named Bailey J. Of course, Bailey J was everyone like, all the millennials awakening okay. of trans desire was Bailey J. Young. She did a video with like, I think it was like Dante near, uh, like maybe, oh, I think it was like with Bobby Kelly and Louis J. Gomez, like did this like funny video. There's, she did something with some like comedians I know. Yeah. And then that introduced me and I was like, oh, and I'm like, mm, huh. But like it never, it didn't become, and now I jerk off the Bailey J. It was more like, I'm a follow on Twitter, but like, and then it just kind of got tucked away. So got I go it. like, prologue? Mm-hmm. And then whatever many years later, yeah, like, I mean, I think that made me really start to examine it. The more I, I kept going, like, I I just like, I think I'm like kind of crushing on Serena a little bit. Mm. And and then I had to kind of like, what does that mean? Yeah. And then like examine, like, is it this? Is it that? And like, again, the masculinity still really turn off. Like hair, definitely. I made out with this trans woman um, at a party and like I could feel like the stubble. Oh, she has to get a laser, honey. Right. But then I, <laughs> I, I, that's when I was like, okay, like that's definitely not a thing like I enjoy because it's making me think of man. Got right? it. Because I feel facial so hair. You're I think attracted man. to trans women if they're cis passing? I mean, I don't know if I want to phrase it like that. I've always kind of said like high femme. Like, like high you, femme. like, like, like you. Like yeah. you are like very, very feminine and like Thank pretty you. and like soft and all that yeah. stuff. And like those are uh, features I'm into. But the thing is with cis women, like, I don't, it's not as tight of a box. I get it. They have more latitude. There's a lot of latitude. <laughs> they have more latitude to, they don't have to shave their legs. I'm into all sorts <laughs> of different types of women when it comes to cis women. I don't know women. how to feel about that. But with trans women, it's like the high femme. Okay. Well, for example, like a cis woman, I'm almost never in a situation where like I'm going to feel facial hair stubble. Of course, unless you're dating a Middle Eastern <laughs> And Sorry, now, I'm Iranian, so I can say I can make yeah. that joke. 
So there, there's just some stuff like that where, like, I think I definitely started to, like, re-examine things and yeah. then had to think, like, well, th- what does that mean in terms of, like, the words we use and shit like that? And Yeah. You know. Well, I wish all guys kind of thought more like you because there's... Careful. Well, wishing that. <laughs> okay, in, in this very specific lane because I feel like there's so many times guys are interested in me but they don't know yet and then as soon as they find out they're like oh i'm not into that and it's like if you're into femininity does it really matter what was let's not talk about what was let's talk about what's now yeah do you know what i mean i mean the silliest situation is when a guy says like there's a trans woman she's she's even had the you know what's the 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 chop chop the snip can I call it that? No, you can't because it's actually because it's actually medically inaccurate. It's not a snip. They don't snip it off. They actually like invert it inside of you. You okay. can call it bottom surgery okay. if you want the palatable term for okay. that. Can I can I call it the inversion circus? No. Okay, we'll call it's it bottom surgery. It's called the inversion technique, the penile inversion technique. After they've had the penile inversion <laughs> technique. Oh my god. <laughs> when I hear a guy talk about like and she's, very feminine whatever and has had and has a pussy and all that. and then they still are like well no bro that would be gay like that's always been very silly to me because of like stupid. now we are really living in a past i mean there are trans women who are just objectively more feminine than a lot of cis women yeah. 100% so it's like if you're attracted to femininity i don't understand why like that would be the switch but then there's so many there's some yeah. trans i mean there's some guys who only watch post-op trans women there's some guys who only want pre-op tra- there's so many uh, you know what i mean like yeah. i can't keep up with all the iterations of that but, but you're saying you run into a lot of guys who like clearly are attracted to you and yeah. are letting um their their conceptions of masculinity or being straight or whatever yeah. and they're letting that kind of like stop from following a desire that is clearly a desire 100 percent. i was just talking to a guy that like we met on the street he got my number and we had plans to go on a date tomorrow actually and today i texted him and i was like hey i just want to be direct like i'm trans like i just i don't know like i wanted to get it because i've had bad experiences and then he like blocked me yeah without like, saying hey not no, for me and- he just blocked me and i mean he doesn't have to say why because i know why right but it's like so disappointing but it's also like everyone's entitled to their preferences but it's just like if you're attracted to someone and that's that one thing changes it for you then like maybe there are some biases you need to work through. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's transphobic to not want to fuck or date trans women, but it's like if the transness is the only reason, do you know if you're attracted to them in every other way, right. then maybe it's kind of transphobic. I don't know. Yeah. But, like and, people and, can date whoever they want. I don't. Well, like I think also what was helping me like have I get what you call I guess a watershed moment was just more also it wasn't simply like oh like she's hot. It was like I felt like like we I felt like we were vibing. Of course, um, yeah. When we did the pod, and like I felt like they're the best version of this podcast, in my opinion, the best episodes typically sound like we're on a first date where there is no second date. That's where I feel like that sounds like it's the the coolest conversation. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, like it felt like that. It felt like if we weren't on a microphone and we instead had drinks in front of us, I felt like there was maybe could have been chemistry. And Got so it. I think that was also it wasn't simply oh she's 
attractive is like oh and like i'm interested in like how she thinks and her opinions on things and like she laughs at some of my jokes and you know i find 80 percent of them funny that's like a pretty high that's a pretty high rate (laughs) i have to say so yeah um do you think i should get a pussy would that make i just thought of curiosity would that make you more or less interested potentially just theoretically i don't think that would change my when we first met like if i told you i had a vagina would it have made you more into me or like it wouldn't have an impact at all i think i'm the only okay uh if you were not serena danyari but like otherwise yourself and by serena danyari like the public figure famous person i got it okay yes um i think maybe i would have like asked you out quicker or be like hey like maybe i would start flirting and see if you wanted to like hook up or go on a date or whatever i think yeah i was single at the time and um i think that would have happened because i think that just would have been like an easier switch to me got it okay so the vagina would have made you more comfortable because you're more familiar with vaginas at the 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 time, time at the time where where i'm 29 years old I get, oh, you're 20. I'm At 30 the time, now. I was 29. Okay. Cool. I'm 34 now. I'm 30 now. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so that was at the time. Uh, but then something else we talked about last year on the was uh, about dating yeah. trans women. And I had expressed like a hesitancy in, for me, I'm not monogamous, so maybe it's different, but just the idea of like, I do really like pussy though. So like, I wouldn't want to like not have vagina in my life but some ever. trans women have vagina right right right, right, right. so what totally. could you do that with a trans woman who i mean i got i don't know i don't care yeah. <laughs> i don't know you no, seem curious i know no, i get that but i actually wanted your advice like as someone who's a friend of mine who i go to for advice uh-huh. a lot because you give really good advice well if the question is like should you get a pussy no that should be simply like if you want to have one i mean i don't think that's going to change anything it's only going to create different problems like this, it's like you're training one thing for another, one problem for another yeah. problem. Well, I would never get a vagina because someone told me to. I was just curious what your thoughts were no, on it. No, I think that was then. Now it's different. But the only, but I, the reason why I said if you weren't Serena Danyari is I wouldn't have even then if you had because of like trying to like maintain boundaries. I didn't know you know you yet. Yeah. Um, you also could like bite my head off on Twitter and get a bunch of people to be mad at me. Um, Billy Priscilla is having chicks on his podcast just to try to fuck them. <laughs> so let's all go yell at this man. I don't know. What I didn't know. No, so, I, I get that. But if you hadn't been Serena Danyari, like me, maybe that maybe my instinct would have been different. Yeah. But like today, if we met for the first, that then I don't think I'm as yeah. hung up there. I'm being. I'm actually as being... you said. By the way, I think it was like I think you said this like during COVID at some point where I maybe alluded to this on Instagram, like my. You were like, oh, your DMs are going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, because I think you'd said like you're down for trans women, right? Or something. Well, I, it was, or curious about it. And I then I was, I was like, bl- your DMs are going to blow up with trans women. I don't know if they did, but I, I had a feeling. I think I got a couple messages. Okay. I think I I think I was breadcrumbing the concept of like my, like I am evaluating. Got it. It's part of the, yeah. No, I mean. It's a process for everyone to discover their sexuality. I just found out my ex is gay, like fully gay. But before I go to that, I just want to say I'm being very vulnerable by sharing that I'm pre-op. I, in all my press interviews, whatever, I actually never talk. That's like the one question Mm -hmm. I don't answer. Not that you ever directly asked me, but Mm -hmm. for some reason, like, I don't, because we're actually friends in real life. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable talking to you about it. But like, no one really knows what I have down there. 
Like I never publicly talk about it. You know, even my friends don't yeah. know really. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It's so weird to talk about that. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. And no, I'm not getting a vagina. Okay. And I have very strong reasons for that. So how similar to that penis does it look like? <laughs> um, Pretty similar. My, It's like smooth though. I always wax everything. Mm-hmm. My balls have gotten oh my god i can't believe i'm talking about this in detail they've gotten smaller on estrogen because that's what happens so they're kind of like my penis is like shriveling into itself which makes you better (laughs) at sports right that's yeah exactly one thousand percent yeah no (laughs) now you can do volleyball better um yeah no it's definitely makes me more of a woman to have just like a useless piece of meat dangling but that's kind of what it's become on hormones a little bit how like i mean if i can ask like how much shrinkage are we talking it's not about the size it's about the functionality Uh it's like it makes you less able to you were talking about minoxidil imagine what testosterone blockers do to your dick right like you're suppressing your testosterone so i still can get hard and i still come but it's not the way it used to be where like someone would brush against my shoulder and I'd have a hard on <laughs> like yeah. that doesn't happen to me anymore but like if I'm into someone I get I can get a I can get hard mm-hmm. yeah it, which is one of the reasons I don't want a vagina because there is a whole litany of potential complications with them and I don't think the technology is there yet and the medicine is there to like really make functional neo vaginas mm-hmm. and sex is important to me and I like being able to be functional and I don't even want to risk the possibility of not so in case I mean, people are wondering why I mean similar right that's why I was like oh I don't want to fuck with certain things yeah if that's the trade-off because like in theory I'm doing these things to see more attractive so I can fuck or attract but if when I attract them I maybe can't then fuck the whole, I'll figure yeah. out a different way, you know? It's, you, you do a cost-benefit analysis, and sometimes it's just not that no. worth it. To me, like, I don't want, like, a wound that's constantly trying to close itself mm. that might have nerve damage and a bunch of these things. Like, I just don't want to deal with that personally, but to each their own. Keep the keep the pleasure you know, and, like, because you'd hate for it to result in, like, now you can't feel pleasure down yeah, there. Yeah, I need to feel pleasure. Yeah, and it's like, and, like, so, like, with, with, your do you call it a penis yeah i call it a penis it's so funny like trans amorous guys like come up with all these sick ridiculous names for it like she cock or clit they call it your clit or like and i'm like girl it's a dick like we can just call it what it is like you don't have to like make this like more we get it you're straight like you don't have to be like it's your she cock it's your girl or it's your clit and like your assholes your pussy it's like no that's my dick and my asshole is my asshole like if you fuck me in the ass we're having anal sex so guys will be like i want to get you pregnant i'm like you know you can't do that right like and they're like and they're like yeah they're like yeah i'm gonna try and i'm like okay that's hot but like i can't actually get fucking you can't get me pregnant sweetie well i've Um, also seen like seen or heard trans women like insist on calling their stuff what it's not i think that's stupid like we have to accept reality like we have dicks. Okay, bring out the video cameras. <laughs> we finally caught her. She said something. No, I'm no. I'm being more honest about these things. News alert: Trans women are not biological women. We are trans women. We have XY chromosomes. We have dicks. Mm. That's what trans means. You're born male and you transition. It's a very controversial opinion. Is it really? 
I mean, it Buck Angel be. gets yelled at about it. I feel like all the time. I think he's a little more extreme about it, but I do yeah. acknowledge certain things like biological sex is a reality and trans women biologically are male. Socially, I would say we're female. Right. We move through the world socially mm-hmm. being treated like women, typically, sometimes like worse than women do. But I'm saying like biologically, like... I'm a guy. Mm. I don't look like one. I don't sound like one. Someone walking, see me walking down the street, probably wouldn't think that of me. You wouldn't. You wouldn't want someone to call you a guy. Absolutely not. But like, if we're talking like medically, like no, like that's true. We have to talk about it because trans healthcare is predicated on understand. If I go to the doctor's office and don't tell them I'm a trans woman, they're gonna try to do like fucking like cervix exams on me and i it's do you know what i mean it's just like mm. no let's be real like i need a yeah. prostate exam not a cervical exam yeah so yeah and so when i say like i'm very attracted to you am i thank you. can i still <laughs> thank you I, so much <laughs> okay validation <laughs> queen <laughs> i love it it was one thing when that episode got lost like part of me like there's just a little bit of me was like well you know that's not going out there now like you know that gets to remain like a thing that they don't Why know was so good i wanted it to was hear a really it. Good yeah, it was so good it was so yeah. good fucking memory card i know um but like there was a little bit of me that went like all right i guess i get to hold on to that secret for you know yeah. until whatever uh, probably till Serena comes back, and then yes. here we are. Don't delete the files this time. I, I did not delete. I it. think you deleted. I think no, you had cold bad, feet. No, I no. think you had cold feet. They did it again to uh, an episode a few weeks uh, a few weeks ago with Dorian sure. Dreadful, and then she had to come back and like re like redo. Got half it. Of hers. Got it. Okay. Um, whatever you say. <laughs> but so like, but if a guy is attracted to femininity, yeah, uh, is into women. Is into primarily, you know, into pussy. It's like uh, still straight. Is it like a bi queer thing? Does it not matter? I think it doesn't matter, but I know people have like different opinions on it. First of all, I always say that dating a trans woman is like the best for guys. Like you don't like you can uh, shoot up the club. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you I do not. You don't need to like. You can have unprotected sex because I can't. We can't get pregnant. You can, you know, shoot up the club. That's what I mean. You, uh, you have anal all the time. Like not, what? But, well, that's the other thing. Well, that to me, yeah. like I equate guys with wanting anal because a lot of cis women don't do anal, and I think anal would feel better. In my biased opinion, mm. I think, I think my asshole would feel better than a pussy that's my Mm. opinion though everyone gets entitled to their own opinions i well part of what came up with the whole dating a trans woman part was to me it was like again like it's not even simply like i like pussy more it's i'm not a big anal guy like all the anal i've done have usually been because it's they want it or they're so used to anal that like when i've accidentally gone in i really could accidentally just go like i remember i was fucking an ex during covid once and she's bent over the counter and you know, she, she's big, just some height differential stuff. Uh-huh. So like I'm trying to get in and under and there's a lot of ass to, and I don't have the biggest dick to get through all of it. So like, I'm trying to go into her cunt and this I must have slipped into her asshole. And I'm like doing a several thrusts before she says, you know, you're in my ass. Right. And I was like, I did not know. OK, but like well, I but like the for anal, it's not the like the fucking part of anal. It's the my understanding is. There's like a lot of like, there's more different types of prep 
Yes, and, you have to prepare for it. And, and like, I have to, like, yeah. do things. Like, I don't want to eat ass, and I don't want to, like, really finger a butthole very much. So, Well, then you're going to have a hard time with trans women. Well, I didn't. I don't know if you know this, but that's, like, the only option <laughs> for I'm, a lot of well, us. I'm aware, yeah. right? So, but, uh, so, so maybe it's a not sexually compatible. For I, mean, I think it's just a tighter window. Not to no fucking puns intended but like tighter window well like for example again like the women who've like wanted me to fuck them in the ass were like just they were able to just be fucked in the ass they didn't need me to like spend 20 minutes getting their asshole ready and licking and doing all stuff like so i could do like 30 seconds of like whatever of uh of preparation and i didn't have to do the whole thing because their ass is so used to it or and they love it so much Got it. So it's like, it's just a more complicated hold to me. You're like very fixated on anatomy, though, I feel like. Mm. And I feel like it shouldn't matter. Like, I feel like it should be more about like the person and your attraction to them. But I guess that's a little idealistic, maybe. But like, I. But it wouldn't wouldn't be a deal breaker for me. It's just like the idea of the sex that can be happening. Yeah, it's just a preference, I guess. Right. It doesn't yeah. mean I wouldn't fuck someone in the ass. It's just more like it's it's also like it's also something like I don't feel like I'm confident about like my uh abilities. Okay, so there's So like I would curve. I would need like a learning curve and I'd probably only take that patient of time with someone who's like really into Got beyond it. being hot. So there's like kind of before when we're talking about those if thens phenomenogamy where i'm like okay maybe if you felt this and felt this and felt this and felt this maybe you'd have a little more space for nominogamy never i think, I think there's eh. i think, I eh. think <laughs> next subject <laughs> wish wish we wish there was a video podcast guys uh, oh my gosh next time please can we <laughs> I, I need the world to see your yeah. facial expressions i i think just there's some if thens in there we're like and and that's before we even get to is she interested in me, which for anyone is a big ask, right? Got it. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I love it. I love getting yeah. fucked up the ass. Mm. Like I love being taken to Pound Town. I am like a pillow princess, though. Mm. Like I don't want to do acrobatics on anyone's dick. Like I want to lay back on a pillow. Look, you like to be on your like. What's the best? position I want to lay maybe I need to take no, let me take yeah, some take notes, some notes sweetie uh, so because to all the guys who want to fuck me I'm going to tell you exactly how I want to get fucked and yeah. I don't want deviations I'm not doing Cirque du Soleil on anyone's all dick right. I'm not like throwing my ass in a circle I'm laying back on the bed on okay. a pillow and I'm going to look up at you very and I'm going to look really pretty for you I'm going to have mm-hmm. my hair done my makeup done I'm going to look longingly into your eyes you want the makeup ruined at some point yeah I want to like be crying in tears okay. of ecstasy but I'm gonna, like that's the extent of my work is I'm going to look drop dead gorgeous for you but I'm going to be on my back look up at you while you fuck me and I'll make noises and like tell you how good it feels but that's it legs okay. over your shoulders you're fucking me <laughs> actually taking notes on this i'm such a pillow princess i know there's like a stigma attached i don't care anymore okay. i don't want to do a pilates class on someone's dick i want to lay back and look pretty and get fucked is that so hard i don't think so at all thank you i mean like i don't not want to fuck you in the ass so i'm just taking the notes just in case you can just call it my pussy like other guys no, and that's, uh, yeah. that's, i'm not it's a <laughs> cognitive dissonance like yeah do. exactly that's what i'm thinking when someone's jerking off my dick and being like oh my god your clit's so wet and i'm like you're touching my dick like yeah. stop 
I can't play into this delusion. Like if a chick told me she wanted me to call her cock her clit, I would just not call it anything. And just like talk my way around it. It's like they're like trying. I don't want to. I'm not going to disrespect what their wants are, but like I'm just going to be. I'm just going to circumnavigate the whole situation, the verbal situation. Yeah. No, but I feel like when a guy is doing that, like calling it my clit or whatever, they're like trying to convince themselves that that, like I'm not trans. Do you know what I mean? They're going to try to like make the because they're insecure about it. Or I'm like, just accept reality. You're sucking my dick. You're not eating my pussy. Right. You like pussies from my understanding are not protruding. <laughs> not not that many inches. You can't not that many fuck inches. someone's face with a put actually yes, you can like ride their face. But like you can't like deep throat someone with a pussy. Yeah, even even the most fucking oh, this up. is so vulgar and crass. yeah i'm so believe- proud of you sorry i'm like really pushing myself to be more open than ever you're doing great sweetie i hope my parents are not listening i know i'm not holding like the, the hair on the back of your hand but you're doing <laughs> but you're doing great sweetie. you're doing amazing sweetie <laughs> thank you thank you so much no but like i don't think i need to to like talk my way around a thing um yeah, I don't think like that's. I don't think I have to like trick myself into. You don't like, have to like change reality to like get into the situation. No, no, and I think that's also part of just like doing all that like thought. And the COVID gave us a lot of time to think even more, right? It was. Yeah. We were, I was home a lot. It's like let, let's go on Reddit and see what what works, what doesn't. Uh, yeah, but like, just accept yeah. the reality. Yeah, but it's, it's actually really funny. I was at the Good Room in Brooklyn like a couple months ago. What's the Good it's Room? It's like some club bar in Brooklyn, okay. and me and this guy were like totally hitting it off. Gorgeous European guy, like super duper handsome and we were like dancing and like i didn't know if he knew i was trans but like he like we took an uber home we weren't gonna go home together because i was like i don't know if he knows but like he's making out with me and he like really like i keep trying to push his hand away but like he's trying to put it up my skirt you know and then he puts it up there and he like realizes and i was like what if i just tell him it's my clit (laughs) Like, what if I just, like, play their game with them? I'm like, no, that's not my idea. No, he was, like, shook. He had no idea. He was, like, shook, honey. Like, he was, like, what is going on? Well, he did did touch it? Yeah, he touched it and, like, freak. I I tried to get him to stop it. He, like, freaked the fuck out. And how'd the freak out go? Bad. Like? The Uber driver was a woman and she had my back. Thank God. Shout out to her. But, like, he was really upset. He was, like, yelling. He's, like, I had no idea. Like, what the fuck? Like, this is sick. And meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm just, like, hey, okay, sorry. What? Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know. You were forcing yeah, your hand sorry. up my skirt, even though I was stopping. I you was from doing perfectly so. fine with like shielding, shielding him from the knowledge yeah. that would rock his world. But he just had to shove his hand on my dress. After you're repeatedly stopping him from doing so, it's like, all right, buddy, you want to keep going? Yeah, you're gonna go have to journal tomorrow yeah. morning. Yeah, he's gonna have to do therapy and like yeah. take a eat, pray, love vacation and find himself. What was the Uber driver saying? Well, he was yelling at me. So she, right, right. she didn't say anything trans specific. She was just like, hey, hey, please don't yell or you're going to have to get out of my car. And she actually did kick him out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Five stars tip. Five stars. $30 tip. Wow. Yeah. But all the, the same. They got, I mean, guardian angels do exist. Yeah. But like sucks and shouldn't happen all the same. Yeah. Happen, happened a lot. Um. The discovery th- moment. No, because I like. Like, I like to tell them instead of having them to discover it like that. Mm-hmm. 
usually like I feel like that's better I don't enjoy like tricking people or shocking people or any like that's not fun for me it actually gives me a lot of anxiety yeah like, oh my god like I'm I'm having a panic attack right now like thinking about it like when you're when you're like I mean also we don't have to talk about this if like it, it's freaking you no, out no no yeah. no it's fine it's just it's like gives me anxiety to think about it's yeah. like an anxiety inducing situation yeah. when someone's clearly into you and like you know you have this earth shattering secret to them this is how they're gonna perceive it that's going to like it, it could result in your death pretty yeah. much it happens and yeah. w when does the anxiety hit in is it like when you lock eyes is it when you start dancing is it when you make out um i guess making out because sometimes i like get turned on right and then like i'm afraid they're gonna like feel me being turned yeah. on and then they're gonna get mad and and then it's also like i don't tell guys immediately a lot because i feel like i shouldn't have to it's like a principal thing yeah. but also like in terms of safety i feel like the smarter thing is to just be super forthcoming about it so i have this internal dialogue i'm like i don't owe shit to them men don't disclose so many things do you know what i mean like i don't ask how big their dick is i don't ask their credit score i don't even ask if they're married or have kids half the time mm. seriously like there's so many things that people don't bring to the table right away that could be perceived as deal breakers i live by the rule that if it's going to get physical i will tell you i'm trans before because i don't want to be in that situation mm. but if we're just flirting or talking i don't feel like i need to be like hi i'm serena i'm trans like that's stupid to me yeah and with my new voice like i really be like shocking people because i sound like Minnie mouse and they don't <laughs> expect me to have a big dick slinging in between my legs do you know what i mean yeah so yeah it's like this weird uh, conflict between safety and self-preservation and the principle of I, why should I have to disclose? Yeah, exactly. It's like a... a like I'm only disclosing because I'm scared you're going to murder exactly. me. Exactly. In an ideal world, I would not stop because I don't believe that I owe that to anyone. Yeah. I don't believe that any... Like it's my uh, decision to disclose that. Ideal world where like... An ideal world meaning like men the, don't, the have, don't not, kill you. Yeah. 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 They so, can still be, turn you down, but like obviously like, like so everyone that, has free will. So ideal world would be like maybe like he, he feels your dick and then goes, Ooh, you know, actually like not and just turns yeah. you down from like without sure. the yelling and screaming Ex and getting kicked out of an Uber. Exactly. Just like that. Like if someone finds out and they're like, Oh, you know what? It's not my thing, but you're cool. Wanna keep making out to the rise over? Sure. What or not even that. They're just like peace. Yeah, just but don't like, call me back. just don't punch me in the face. Yes, don't slash my throat. Don't light me on fire. Don't throw me into the Hudson River. Mm -hmm. Like, don't do those things. All those things, by the way, not exaggerations. Things they're just like one thousand percent that happen regularly to trans women, yeah. especially black trans women. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not a very sexy topic. Sorry. So, uh, so day cancel for tomorrow. Does anything else on the horizon, or are we just uh, figuring out when to go to an orgy? It did get canceled. I do want to go to a sex party with you, just to observe at first, of course. Totally fine. I'm very delicate and elegant, as you know. I do have another date on Sunday okay. with someone who I think knows. I think. Okay. Whatever happens, cool. happens. See, it's funny because you like you cancel for tomorrow, and for me, it just when you disclose as trans, and my the whole thing would have been like, sorry, it's just it's a football day. It's a playoff weekend. Uh, if someone said that to me <laughs> as a reason they could not go on a date, that would be a problem. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Uh, well, Serena, uh, do you? I have an idea, and you can shoot it down. Um, a, a bonus episode of maybe do like ten minutes and just like go over like blemishes on our dating records. Great. Okay. Yeah, but so is that gonna be behind a paywall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck! I really want people to hear this shit. Okay. I have so many interesting blemishes on my dating. Well, records. let's just start, and like, I'll see how the editing goes. Okay. Maybe all the stuff about trans desire. Maybe I'll put that behind the paywall. True. Yeah. <laughs> no, put the stuff about the trans murders behind the paywall. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. You know, behind the scenes where it put, belongs, where yeah, it doesn't upset yeah, my mother. We you know, don't, we don't want to like <laughs> bum people out. No, no, just put put. Bill Billy's like, you know, I have a notes app of things I wanted to talk about. Actually, oh, you I did? Just, just a couple of things. I just want to see if like, I love it. Oh my God. I can't find it. Or Take was it time. a Google okay. doc? Sorry. It's hold okay. On. I think I deleted it, but I think we've hit. My- oh no, no, wait, I have it. New voice. Cover new voice a bit. It's making you feel. Is it is it affecting anything in your life where you feel? It just makes me cuntier and like hotter and more feminine. So <laughs> I just don't know if it makes you cuntier. It your does, old voice was like cunty. My old voice was giving that word that rhymes with maggot. Oh, you don't say that word anymore. Um, I'm not a gay man anymore. I'm a woman, so I don't want to get get called homophobic. That hasn't stopped you before. Faggot. No. I'm just <laughs> Um, I sounded like a faggot, and now I sound like Ariana Grande. Yeah, Do you want me to do some runs, some okay. vocal runs? Okay, um, New Voice talked about it. New career, I don't really think that's that interesting. Transgender Law Center, give me yeah. one to three sentences that you want to share about it. I'm speaking at South by Southwest in March in Austin. We're doing a panel about responsible reporting on anti-trans violence, actually, for journalists. So if you're in Austin stop by and then also check out our journalist guide that i created with my colleagues on our website if you want to learn more about anti-trans violence link in the notes okay done. yes oh and then follow me on tiktok i'm almost at thirty thousand followers serena jasmine jasmine with a z yeah. okay i would never end an episode while asking for plugs i oh, okay. never great I'm not so rude we beat i beat you to it <laughs> Um, I was like, I came all the way to Bushwick. I'm fucking plugging yeah, my shit. No, absolutely. I'm just kidding. No, that's not. I, that's actually not where I came. Um, new hair color. Why do we need to talk about well, that? We, on co- our we covered it off mic. I use like, do you like the hair color? I was like, yeah, it looks great. I have red hair. Yeah. Next subject. Next subject. <laughs> um. Oh, I wrote. I'm going on a date tomorrow. Should I tell him I'm trans? I wrote this thing before you texted him. Then I actually decided on my own. So scratch that one out. Not going on a date tomorrow. I already told him. And then, oh, I wrote that I wanted to talk about my ex being gay. Come because that actually rattled me. But we can put that in the dating blemishes because I consider that a blemish. Okay. All right. Well, Patreon people, you're going to hear some more behind the paywall tomorrow. Uh, but for now, Serena, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody and whether or not you would hook up with me, like theoretically. Bye. Oh, wow. Really putting me on the spot here. Fuck you. Um, okay. Bye, everyone. Um, it was a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed the new vocals. Um, Billy, the answer is I don't know. The truth is I don't fuck my friends. And I consider you a friend now. Who knows if things would have been different years mm-hmm. ago? I really don't know. <laughs> and also, I'm going to put you on the spot. Sometimes I wonder, are you only my friend because you want to fuck me? No. Okay. Good to know. No.
Wait, wait, don't click next just yet. Just hold on. If you like that, there's more Serena, and you're going to hear a tease in just a moment. I just got to go through a few bullet points, and then you get just like another minute of content, and then you go ahead and listen to whatever the fuck else is next on your Wednesday podcast listening. Serena wanted me to make mention. She forgot to plug it when she was here. Uh, She wanted me to let you all know that she does offer life coaching to trans folks across the gender spectrum to help them navigate their transitions medically, legally, socially, etc. And you can get more information on that at transgenderlifecoaching.com. She initially sent me transgenderfifecoaching.com. I, I think that's for the very niche category of transgender military flute players, but uh, it's transgenderlifecoaching.com. And how cool would it be if in my 10th year of podcasting, I won an AVN award? Dare I say we won an AVN award? Click the link at the top of the show notes and vote for the Man Whore Podcast for favorite adult podcast. Once per day, technically per account. I'm not, I am not asking anyone to do anything untoward, but it's, it's once per day her account. And that's all I'm going to say. I think it'd be so cool if I won. And when you log in at AVN to vote, like you're not going to start getting a bunch of porn in your email inbox. AVN isn't a porn site. It's like a porn news site, but they still, I, I have not gotten any unsolicited emails from the AVN network. So you can actually just sign up and not have to worry about crazy shit in your inbox. I don't enjoy the begging part. That's why I don't beg for the nomination. But if you nominate me, I'll beg to for you to help me win. But I'm not and I'm not going to spiral about the the concept of, you know, all these years, this decade of hard work and, you know, wanting to get like some sense of like kind of public and fairly professional recognition for it being respected by my industry, because it's not like, you know, AVN decided I should be nominated like you all nominated me. So this is the part where Everyone goes, fuck, Proceda's show must be really good and very popular because, like, this is fan voting. This is not rigged. You actually can make me win. So I'm so I'm not going to go into a whole spiral explaining that type of thing. I'm just going to remind you that the link is at the top of the show notes. I figured maybe if I spoke long enough, you would have clicked the link by now. So I hope you have. And so while you are scrolling down to tap on the Man or Podcast, I oh, I should also say I had an easier time on desktop. Let me say that too. Do try it on mobile. I had an easier time on desktop. I don't know why. Folks, we've got a bonus episode with Serena Danyari coming out exclusively on Patreon tomorrow. We're talking about blemishes on our dating records. And then she very hilariously goes through a lot of like hyper specific hypotheticals about like types of trans women or situations where like I might be interested. It, it's it's almost unhealthy and problematic by, you know, she's insisting on asking. So I tried my best to answer her hypotheticals. It's a very fun bonus episode. That'll be out for all of my $5 and up fan horse tomorrow. And you can listen to it for free with a seven day free trial at patreon.com slash man podcast. Now I'm going to play a teaser clip of the bonus episode Go out there and be honest about who you are and what you dig in this world and vote for me for an AVN award and stay slutty.
Um, I said, you bigoted, brain-dead, flaky, selfish sewer rat. You have nothing to offer to women, men, non-binary, gender fluid, gender queer, <laughs> two-spirit people, or society in general. Did I leave anyone out? If I did, you don't offer them anything either. You're- you forgot the pups. The furries? Yeah, they forgot the furries. Okay, well, do you want me to text them and follow up? Should be like, By the way, you don't offer furries anything either. (laughs) And then I said, your dick game is mediocre at best, and it's not even close to being worth the dramatics um, that come with it. Rotten, hell, you slimy earthworm with a worm emoji. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? How'd that feel? Um, Good. I feel great about it. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for letting me. I felt like it was like a slam poetry recitation or something. Yeah. 